Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, JMWA. This month, in celebration of Father's Day, we are celebrating some amazing dads as they share their journey to fatherhood. On today's episode, I'm super excited to be chatting with the multi-talented Ramel Neely, also known as Showtime. Ramel is a husband, a father, a teacher, and a rapper. On today's episode, we are going to be chatting about his journey and so much more. So without further ado, please help me and welcome in Ramel. Hey, Ramel. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? That was great. That was a great intro. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining me like to our listeners who don't know like just like a little background scoop so Ramel and I actually go way back to Buff State days you know Bengal Pride uh-huh. um we were actually involved in so many organizations together so it's actually such a blessing to like just come full circle and I always tell you Ramel like I'm so proud of you like you are killing the game and you're doing it on your own terms and like we're all here to support you so I'm thank just you. so happy to have you on honestly so Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate so. it. Shout out to Buff State. Shout out to Woo-hoo. everybody. Shout out to all the alumni. Exactly, exactly. Our, our, our alumni is actually doing great, though. Like, just a right. real shout out. Like, shout out to everybody. Um, but um, going back to you. So, like, just take us back. So, growing up, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Like, did you ever picture yourself being a teacher or, like, a rapper? Like, talk to us about that. Um, it's funny because uh, growing up, Mm-hmm. I actually used to rap. I used to freestyle a lot. I got some uh, footage of me oh. freestyling and bugging out when I was like <laughs> 10 years old, 13. So I've done it for a while. Um, right. My mother and my father is both uh, hip-hop dancers. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So my mother used to dance with like Heavy D, Dougie oh. Fresh. And my father used to dance with uh, like Nice and Smooth, Akinelli. Oh. Yeah, so they actually met at the Apollo in Harlem my father my mother from Harlem and they met um doing a dance battle at the Mm -hmm. Apollo and you know voila so So it's in the blood (laughs) right right so I grew up heavy around hip-hop and Mm -hmm. artists and entertainers and stuff like that so that it just always was you know just a part of like my culture growing up Mm -hmm. and a part of like African-American culture hip-hop just play a big part for us so um I always envisioned myself rapping um but you know, growing up, I used to have a lot of trouble in school. So people mm-hmm. used to like, oh, you better know your you better know your schoolwork, like you know the songs and <laughs> stuff like right. that. So um as I got older, I started to push away from it because I realized, you know, well, I, I had like a negative well, I started to um have a negative mm. thought about music and rap um. and all that. So I was like, you know what, let me um try to do something else and maybe later on in life it'll come back to me. Wow. Um so I started to think about um juvenile justice. I always wanted oh. to do that. Right. Um, I was thinking about being a lawyer for for juveniles. Wow. Um, or just getting into criminal justice, mm-hmm. some some type of like criminal justice work. Mm-hmm. I didn't know exactly what it was, but that's that's um what I was thinking. So it was between music or criminal justice. The wow. Life that was like that was all God. I came out of left field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that. First of all, I shout out to your parents. Like I just feel like that's so cool that you know what I mean. Like they had that embedded in you already and look how it just came full circle now like you know what I mean and I feel like like you said like look at God like he knew that you were gonna do the music but then he also had something else there for you you know um and I think that's where the teaching thing came in and I'm sure that to me is like it probably was like whoa where's this coming from but 
I feel like you're you're really in line to what God has purpose for you. And I honestly think that teachers are like the most important people in a child's life aside from family. So for you, what was the motivation and driving force for even wanting to become a teacher? So um, growing up, I actually always worked with the youth. So like mm-hmm. I worked uh, in YMC- YMCA. Mm-hmm. I worked in uh, PAL. I worked with the Harlem Children's Zone. And these are like my summer youth right. kind of jobs. So I always like had, I guess, like a, a calling for like working with the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that kind of aligned to to teaching a little bit. So by yeah. the time I got to college, I had I had an uh, advisor mm-hmm. who worked for this program called Teach for America. Mm-hmm. And she just uh, stopped me one day. We was just having like a normal um, meeting. And she was just like, I think you should be a teacher. And I'm like, why me? <laughs> um, but so going, going to your question, the motivation, like growing up, I used to get suspended a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell everybody. <laughs> we won't. We won't. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, get, I got expelled from multiple schools, like right. elementary, middle right. school. Um, so I even had some trouble in college as well. So mm-hmm. I just had uh, a very interesting story when it came when it, when, it, when it came to just like my career in school. Um, right. So when it came to teaching, even when um, my advisor told me I should be a teacher, mm-hmm. I kind of thought about it. And I was like, you know, I always, I think the biggest problem I had in, in schools was uh, I never had a teacher I could relate to. Mm. Um, I often had right. a lot of um, female teachers, right. I had a lot of white teachers, right. like an a urban teacher, or just someone that I could relate to a black male teacher. Mm-hmm. My first black male teacher was like in high school. And that was mm-hmm. one of like actually my best experiences uh what a teacher right so um that's that's where my motivation came from I was like you know what if I do become a teacher I know that there aren't too many teachers out there that's like me especially mm-hmm. with this kind of background where it's mm-hmm. like I actually got in trouble with school like literally right. my whole 12 <laughs> <laughs> so you know I, I would be an advocate for those kind of students because wow. um I, I always uh passed I never felt the class like a day in my life I never wow. got enough back I never like yeah. had low scores on the state exam so right. my academics was very high mm-hmm. it was just I needed to be challenged mm-hmm. I didn't like uh listening mm-hmm. and I, I was just like but I was just like a curious student so I right. always just question everything like right. why do I do this why not? and you know I'm growing up in Harlem Growing up, you know, in urban environments, growing mm-hmm. up in the hood, basically, like, I had that little attitude, that swag with me also, so mm-hmm. that got me into a lot of trouble. So I just, um, but I knew that, you know, I had a lot of potential. Yes. And I know that other kids, you know, have a lot of potential as well. And I wanted to give that back. So I was like, you know, if I do become a teacher, I'll make sure that, you know, I will we'll shine some light on those yes. type, type of students. That's amazing. I love that. And you know what? I always say like everything in life happens for a reason. Like I always say that, you know, like imagine like the student who feels like, oh no, you can't relate to me. And it's like, well, actually (laughs) I can. Like I went through all of this. I was like, you know, kicked out of school, all these things, but Mm -hmm. because I can relate to you, the student now, you know what I mean? So I feel like nothing was ever wasted. Like you going through all of that actually made you a better man, a stronger person, more relatable to your students now, you know? Um, And I think that's key. Like, so that's why sometimes, you know, when you go through things, you're just like, oh my God, like, but it's like, you don't know who that's going to bless later on like I'm sure your students honestly probably think you're like the coolest teacher <laughs> yeah, ever like, like, every year is like uh like my my first year teach my first year teaching you know most people say your first year of teaching is your worst year mm-hmm. and I never understood that 
or I had to like be quiet in certain spaces because it was like my first year was actually my best year. Wow. So that's when I knew like, okay, you know, when I pray, I'm like, I laughed a little bit with God because I'm like, I know what you, I see what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Like my first year, like the, the class I had was like horrible. I hope, I hope you're not listening. I love y'all. <laughs> like, you know, they was like going crazy. Just babies, kids. So that, what, that would have made, you know, someone in their first year be discouraged from the job but right. you know from, from my background I embraced it I'm like oh, oh. Hey, what we doing? Let, 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 let's step outside let's talk let's go play basketball let's you know play music nice. in the class I was right. really doing wow. I wore my sleeves up and I got in there and the kids you know that's how the relationship building started and wow. that's how a lot of people started you know just noticing me and, and noticing what I do with uh with the kids and then wow. it just started to go up from there because wow. those challenges to me is like oh it's like welcome home I'm used to this <laughs> and when when the kids right. see it, it's like they're not used to someone you know they used to like how yeah. I was like so yeah. like, oh you're gonna kick me out right yep you gotta right. I gotta go to the dean office blah 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 right. so when you actually reverse that and it's like oh what's wrong let's talk about it right oh matter of fact, take this paper but how about you be my helper right oh i see you in the morning time i'm going to talk to you right to the music what kind of music like, let's you know let's mm. build this relationship and i've been i've been like um seeing a lot of uh, great things you know happening wow. with, with students uh, i've seen mm. students um that had ones on the math studies exam. i'm a sixth grade math teacher right i've seen students who had ones on the exam the previous year then mm-hmm. you know after me having uh threes wow i've seen a lot of great success with, wow. with um just just being a teacher overall so wow that is amazing seriously god bless you ramel because i feel like you know it's it really it, it does take a different type of heart to want to be able to go in and stay in and go through you know all of that and and that's why i feel like honestly it's like it's so ordained that you were a teacher and you went through all of that because you can be so relatable to them and shout out to your students too because i'm sure they honestly like i said probably feel like you are the coolest teacher who also raps like hello like that's so cool um and i know you had a song about education which i thought was genius but like i want to know like how did you come up with that and how do you balance the two worlds like being a rapper and a teacher um so uh, so basically like when i was in uh high school that's when i made my first song Mm -hmm. Uh, but i didn't put it out i didn't i never took rap serious because you know like i said I, i started to build this like negative mindset when it came to being a rapper because of everybody I was around uh, around was just like as soon as I say I want to rap it's like oh right you know so yeah. that, that kind of like started to weigh on me so and I and I and I started to you know take on that same mindset mm-hmm. so um when I got to college I was like you know I, I started doing a little bit of music there as well mm-hmm. uh, you know we had the radio station we was yeah. freestyling doing our thing up there I ran for um um, homecoming king i did a mm-hmm. poem and I, you know i caught a lot of people attention with that as well then i'm a part of omega sound five and right you know poetry nights and a lot of I, so i always like you know play with it a little bit right but i said to myself i wouldn't take it serious until i kind of like have a character or i have like mm-hmm. something to really market myself with right and um my first year of teaching is crazy because that song was the education freestyle and i had it's, it's, it's funny because i had a kid who just he, he gave me a run for my money. Like every day, you know, every day he would just like, like I would be teaching and he would just be like, oh, womp, womp, womp. Like school is boring. And I used to be like, whoa. And I used to try to, you know, build one of my same Yeah. Class. What's going on? And he was like, no, nah, school is not for me. Mind uh-huh. you, this is a fifth grade class. 
So wow. like when he says school wasn't for me, young, you know, young black boy, I'm just like, nah, I got to do something about this. Yeah. Um, so every day uh, he had, he used to come to school with like these big beat headphones. Right. And, you know, I had my beat headphones too. So that right. was another connection. I'm like, what you listening to? Oh. I, I, I started listening to his music and he was just listening to some hardcore hip hop. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I rap. And he like, you don't rap, make a song right now. So mm-hmm. I started freestyling to him or whatever. And then he was like, but you don't got no real song. You don't got no SoundCloud. You don't got... And I didn't at the time. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, stop me. So um, I remixed the Nas one mic. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the first the first couple lines I wrote, I was speaking to him. So I was like, I need my education. I have no time for waiting. When you're doing better than them, they start hating. I'm mm-hmm. sitting in math. I'm trying to pass the class. But every time I turn around, notes being past questions being asked will I ever make it hey. I have the opportunity I better take it so I would just wow. freestyle up talking to him and then I I went to the studio uh-huh. that same day recorded it put it on SoundCloud and came back to him the next day oh like, yeah, yeah the, the same day like here he came is. back to him and I let him hear it and yo the look on his face was so inspiring wow that that that, that, that like kind of started my career I was like oh you know what I got it I'm a teacher and I rap. I'm like, this is going to blow. I thought I thought I was it right there. I was <laughs> right. like, you know. So um, I, I uh, put the song on SoundCloud. Uh-huh. And, uh, it got up to like maybe like 500 um listens, and I was right. like, wow, this is moving. Right. So um, I, I didn't shoot the video until the following year when that same student was in the sixth grade now, uh-huh. and I made him the star of the video. Yeah. And it's crazy because. The, you know, the teachers in the school didn't really like that I put him in a video. Right. Because, you know, he's he's he just not like a he wasn't he's like that, a problem. Like, okay. Right, right. So I was like, right. why would you why would you put someone who we have in trouble with in a position like that? Right. And again, I, I'm I'm explaining to my whole staff, like, you know, that was me. Exactly. So I had people doing what y'all was doing to me too. And look where mm. I am now. So if I'm the only one that has to even though even through his troubles have to inspire him, exactly. I'll do that. And then the principal on the side was like, you know, if you can get the parents to sign off, right? You can do it. You know, all the parents signed off. Of like, course. <laughs> so um, we shot the video, and uh-huh. at that time I was actually graduating with my master's degree. Wow. So the 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 my professor uh, took the video. He shared it with my whole grad school, and then oh next thing you know, that was it went viral. The video wow. went viral. It, it, it shot up to like 15,000 views. I was getting oh so gosh. much um, reposts on Instagram. People I didn't even know all right. over the world. Teachers right. everywhere was posting it. And I was like, wow, you know, and it happened. And then that moment happened for him too, where he was just oh. like, yo, Mr. Neely, it was 1,000. Now it's 3,000. Now wow. it's so Yo, So we had a viral moment together. And um, so that's where that that's where that all started. And from there, I was like, you know, it's no turning back. I'm gonna do this for real. Yeah, yeah. That is so like I literally got goosebumps listening to you, Romel. <laughs> like seriously, because you know, it's like you really don't know the impact. And that's why I always say everything is about the impact. Like, and just the fact that you really like that whole situation, him being that way, turned into this, turned into that, it snowballed. Like you see how things just happen in life. And right. Honestly, I really, I keep saying this, I thank God for your life because you don't even know the seeds you're planting on that student and all the people around him and his parents and the teachers. Like that to me is making a difference. You know what I mean? It's not just talking about it, but you 
went in the studio that same day and you were like, no, I got to make this track and then show him. You know what I mean? Like people don't do that now. Like, I just feel like you have to have a certain mindset and a certain heart to really do that. And that's why I said like, what you're doing is not by accident. You know what I mean? Like it's very divine. And I really feel like that to me is like your calling. It really is. It's, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I'm sure that student feels so cool that my teacher yeah. made a song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, he's in um, 11th grade now. And we all, <sighs> yeah, we, we are Facebook friends still. And the oh. funny thing is, he, he's, he's rapping now. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Yes. Yeah, Look it's, at that. You're That's... right. I mean, divine is the, the right word to use because mm-hmm. even that, I'm like, wow. Yes. And look how it just grew, grew, grew. You didn't even have to promote it, do all of that. It just grew on its own, on its own. own. And that's why I always say like, when you just doing, when you stay focused, you don't have to go do what everybody else is doing. You just stay focused on your lane and God will literally handpick you and take you there by himself. Like that's it, you know? So that is amazing. Like I'm, I'm I'm sure our listeners are like, wow, like (laughs) this is so inspiring. But you know, YouTube y'all. So my my, my YouTube channel, Ramel Showtime, education, freestyle. Yes. that out exactly we need more we need more views more views let's bring it back so i mean even aside from your day job and everything that you're doing you are also a husband and a father like which is incredible so how has that changed you and like what advice would you give to the person listening who doesn't think they have time or feel like they can't do it all like they can't be a dad and a husband and all these things like what advice would you give that person uh so i start with it it, is man being a husband and being a father, it, it just changed me dramatically. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, it brought me the changes that I that I needed to give me that final, that final yeah. touch on like, you know, embarking on this journey of life fully yeah. as a man. Yeah. Because it made me, it made me more compassionate, mm-hmm. made me um more unselfish, more yeah. mature, more caring. And these things I feel like you you can't just get these type of uh traits on on your own, you know, right. like having a, a you know just a, a steady partner, right. a wife, and then eventually you know having a kid and I have a yeah. daughter. Um, oh. it just you know it gave, it gave me those those qualities that I was missing. It was mm. like oh, there you go, you know, I can't, you know, my heart is growing and I'm not afraid, you know, to yeah. admit it. You know? Exactly, like, yes. I'm becoming a better person, so yes. that, that, that's what it did for me. Um. I love that. I love that. That's amazing. And, and so uh, mm-hmm. the advice I would give, I would say, you know, when you when you really truly get to know yourself first, because mm-hmm. I, I did a lot of work in college, like spending spending time reading books and doing things to like just get to know myself. Right. So when, I feel like when you get to know yourself, a lot of things that come your way is going to be a part of your of, of your path. So right. like you know you're never gonna get too much that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. So I felt like you know if it, if it's if it's your calling, you'll be able to handle whatever it is. Exactly. So I can I can I can continue to make music. I can continue to be a great teacher, be a great husband, and a great father because you know this is this is what my destiny is. Mm-hmm. So basically, like if if this is if these are the things that's provided to you, you know, by the universe, if God mm-hmm. gave you all these things, like mm-hmm. these are your blessings. Yep. So you'll be able to handle it. You won't exactly. even have to worry about, you know, sometimes people get in their own way. Right. Like my advice was like, don't, don't get in your own way. Like if these things are, you know, falling upon you, yes. then you know that these are your blessings because I didn't look for, um, I, like I said, I've never been a perfect guy. So of I didn't look right. for a, a, a wife. Right. You know, like this was my college girlfriend and we just, right. we just rocked for so long that, yes. you know, I had to do what I had to do. I had That's to make right. sure 
you know, I, I married her because I knew, you know, I knew she was the one. Yes. Same Aww. thing. Like when 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 my daughter came, like we wasn't like I'm 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 29 right now. I have my I had my daughter at 28. So mm-hmm. nothing was rushed. Like everything, right. you know, came on its own. Exactly. So that's how I know. So when when you know that, you know, these things are, you know, falling upon you, right. embrace it, you know, and, and try your best. That's but it. You'll be able to handle it. Oh, I love that. That's such great advice. And I think that a lot of people can take that and relate with that. And it makes a lot of sense too, you know? Um, and also, yeah. And also being a dad is like such a rewarding job as well. And I just want to know from like your point of view, like what have been some of the challenges you face and like, what is like also the best part for you about being a dad? Um, so I won't share too much on this, but when my daughter was uh, three months, she, she um had some serious health issues oh, that sorry. um yeah that had us in the hospital like like this is my first time even being admitted to the hospital like staying overnight right kind of thing you know so it that 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 moment you know just that that time period was a very just like I didn't know you know first of all it's a pandemic yeah <laughs> my, my daughter's born in 2020 so yeah she's coming out we masked up we got on masks like right, you know so right she, was, she came into the world at, at a pandemic time right and then to have like uh, a minor health issue was just right. like whoa you know right. it was a lot at one time but right. during that time my, my relationship with my wife strengthened uh my relationship with God was was, was strengthened uh my faith what was was increased Amen. tremendously um mm-hmm. so that was one of the hardest the hardest parts and it made me realize like wow you know i had my heart is outside my body now right you know like I, I, being you know just just being just taking care of yourself you know for me right. it got pretty easy like I, I can i could go through whatever right but having a daughter it was like oh man like i have someone else and like yeah. seeing her in the hospital and all those kind of things it was just like it was just a feeling I, I can't really describe with yeah. words, but all I can say is like it showed me kind of what faith is all about. Yeah, you know. So um, that 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 was that. And then your second question was, what's the best part about being? Oh, a dad? oh man. So after a setback, you know, after a setback, you 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 tend to appreciate mm-hmm. more things a lot mm-hmm. more. So yeah. sometimes I actually, you know, thank God for the for all my setbacks exactly. because it makes me appreciate everything. Uh, 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 a lot more you know mm-hmm. so um the best part is just seeing her smile Aww. you know like seeing my daughter smile is like it, it's just the best part of being a being a father and just knowing that you know I have a, a active role on like mm-hmm. making a good making a good person a positive person and uh my father passed away when I was uh eight years old he got oh, shot and killed sorry yeah so I didn't I didn't really grow up mm. I grew up with my father Right. All the way up until eight years old, and right. think about it—he was a, uh, he was in, he was on TV. He right. Was, wow. He was on, he was doing all that. So that was like my superhero. And then he got shot and he got killed. So you know, just imagine how I feel. Right. Being a father. Right. Like, you know, right. Like, I'm. I'm. That's the best part. It's like knowing that I can be here. Right. And I can like you know continue that legacy every too. Single moment. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, Ramel, honestly. And I feel like your dad would, honestly is so proud of you. He would be so, so, so proud of the man you are. And I feel like your daughter, your wife and your family, they're so blessed to have you too. And I think none of us are perfect, right? But I feel like your journey and your story is just such a testimony of like, how literally you can go from one end to the other. And it's all about you pushing it, you know, and you really understanding your calling. And 
honestly like and your daughter's so cute by the way like those listen here she's so cute like her little face like she's yeah, so she, cute she's, too, she's yeah, so and i'm sure awesome. she has your personality and all, <laughs> all that um but it's really a blessing though and i think the hard times really do make us stronger as much as mm-hmm. we don't want to go through it i always say if you want to get to the next level in and even in school what do you have to do you have to take a test right you can't just get to the next grade you have to go through something you know so i really feel like it makes us all stronger and that's amazing. And you're in a great dad. You're a really, really great dad, honestly. Like, yeah, you're so best. Choice. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. And Ramel, you are such an inspiration. And I know God is taking you to higher levels. And before we wrap up, like, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice about going after your dreams, what would that be? Um, I, I would definitely tell everyone to spend time really getting to know yourself mm-hmm. and figuring out your passion figuring out um what 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 you think your calling is because the mm-hmm. closer you get to like understanding yourself mm-hmm. you'll understand your passion mm-hmm. and then you'll know what exactly to go for and go hard for yeah. um and then when you do figure that out you gotta stay consistent stay yeah. consistent um don't e- e- embrace embrace the challenges mm-hmm. like embrace the challenges like for now uh, because I went through so much in my life like when I see hard times I start to smile Mm. I know oh yes I'm about to level up yeah because every time I promise you every time I went through something when I got through it it was a reward at the end it was a light at the end of the tunnel yeah so when you see those challenges embrace them you see those negative comments whatever it is embrace it because you're about to level up so my advice is stay consistent and embrace challenges and enjoy the process Oh my gosh. Amazing. Ramel, you just did that. Like you just did that. And it has been such a pleasure having you on. Like you are such a star. And before we go, please let our listeners know where they can connect with you, where they can follow, listen to your music, all that good stuff. Yo, 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 come on now. <laughs> you can check me out on Instagram, uh, Showtime212. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Facebook too. I love Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. Ramel, Showtime. And my YouTube channel, if, if if I could ask for anything, subscribe to my YouTube channel, yes. R-A-M-E-L, Showtime. I got a bunch of videos on there, a bunch of content on there. Yes. And I'm about to start doing a lot more um, starting this summer. Mm-hmm. So just, just, just subscribe to my YouTube, follow me on Instagram. Um, uh, join this journey with me yes amazing wonderful Ramel you are amazing and thank you so much again for coming on and honestly blessing us with everything that you shared today and I'm just so 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 grateful and a big thank you to you um, and also to our listeners thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode we hope you all enjoyed it as always make sure you all subscribe to JMWA Speaks so you don't miss a beat see you guys on the next episode. Ciao.